today's sponsor of the Cooperative Games Cast is Steel Series. I love how this hasn't changed. It's been a month that this hasn't changed. Uh, <laughs> whether it be multi-platform mobile controllers, mice, keyboards, or headsets, you could bet that Steel Series has you covered. I personally use the Arctis 7 headset. Let me tell you, this is the most awarded wireless gaming headset for a reason. On top of incredible wireless range and audio quality, the chat mixer on the side, that little button, it ensures that my gaming volume and Discord calls are perfectly balanced. And as someone who has gauged earlobes and glasses, the Athletics-inspired Airweave fabric ear cushions are phenomenal for preventing pressure-induced headaches across lengthy gaming or streaming sessions. But of course, you know, this isn't all SteelSeries has to offer. Don't take my word for it. Go give them a look. Head on over to SteelSeries.com and use offer code GOOP10. That's G-O-O-P-10 for 10% off of your order today. Don't hesitate. Do it. Make it happen. Uh, man, Cooperative Gamescast, episode 7. Uh, welcome, guys. After our... Oh. Uh, hiatus. I, 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 yeah, our hiatus, and then we just talked for like a good half hour. So, like, it's I don't know. It feels like we're back in the saddle. I like it a lot. But, uh, uh, guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to the Cooperative Games Cast. This is episode seven. Of course, this is the show where two Twitch broadcasters sit down and bring you the weekly streamer and gamer news. I am, of course, your host Dylan. I'm known on Twitch as Goop or Gooperatives. We are joined by the always handsome, the Prince of Puerto Ricans, Bobo. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, we were just talking, like you said, about like a half hour. Yeah. About basically what I'm doing. It's always weird because I always forget that um the beginning portion is like the pre-show for yeah. like anybody on Patreon. Hey. And then and then we come over here and then we gotta pretend like we didn't talk for like 30 minutes beforehand. Right. Just like, Hey, how you doing, Momo? I'm, I'm great. Man. I'm good, buddy. Good yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I, I kind of like that, though. It just adds, like, this weird, like, we know it's weird, but everyone else is like, yo, why is this so weird? Like, it's just, yeah. I like it. Well, the people who, who don't uh, who don't watch the uh, the pre-show or listen to the pre-show um, have no idea. So, I mean, it's it's the magic there. Yeah, man. But the people who do watch the pre-show or uh, listen to the pre-show, rather, they're like, man, these guys are weird. Wasn't he just talking <laughs> Why is he asking him how he's doing? Did, did he like bother asking him like 30 minutes ago? Like, what, what is this guy doing? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's movie magic, except it's, there's no movie here, but, uh, yeah. And actually, uh, this pre-show is actually going to be free. We usually, you know, we ask a dollar for the pre-show for access to that, but this is going to be a free pre-show for everybody so that everybody what? can go take a look and listen to like why they should throw extra money at, at the Patreon or why it matters. Cause you know, why not give everybody a little free pre-show every night? So, um, that being said, if you guys are confused what we're talking about with Patreon, if you would like, uh, if you like what you hear, of course, and you want to help keep the lights on, you can hop on over to patreon.com slash cooperatives, or you can toss us a few bucks. You can get early access to this very podcast and even access to the Patreon exclusive pre-show. Of course, that's what we're talking about. Um, those are free, you know, every week, uh, or those are available every week. This one is free. We'll just do it free. You know, why not? Um, man you should have told me beforehand i look like a fool <laughs> i mean I they get all like, the prior <laughs> pre-shows you know what i'm saying so you're right you're right you're right yeah you're not, you're not wrong you know i used to when i discovered there's this podcast i listened to called the two best friends or no super best friends uh play i think or something like that uh, it's been a, it's been years but um 
man, I found their podcast and I, I, I was working overnight at a Walgreens. I was working overnight management and I listened to over a seven hour shift. I would just listen to all of their old casts. I went back like two years and just binged them all. Uh, I think it's cool to have like the old dated stuff up there too. Still like, especially, you know, with the old uh, pre-shows or make the pre-shows live after so long mm. or something. I know, it's cool. It's cool. It's like a weird timestamp talking about old stuff. You know, you know, what's um, what's funny if you look back to when we first started doing this, mm-hmm. it's already a lot has changed between like the dynamic of us just talking to each other. Yeah, man. Like at first it was a little rocky, you know, it was a just awkward. a little. Yeah. But now it's just like, you know, we were on a hiatus for a little bit and now we're back and it's just like, eh, nothing, nothing changed. Yeah. I mean, we'd always talk to each other a bit and like we even met, but it's just like, I don't know. We, we kind of just have a better feel for each other. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's why I like having you on here so much. That's why like, I'm like, you know, usually I stream till four on Wednesdays, but I'm like, yo, we got to end early. Cause I got to be on with Bobo. And we're going to make this podcast. Like it just, <laughs> it's, it feels, it feels, it feels right. You know? Uh, <laughs> so, um, we'll go ahead and get started here. I'll tell you right now, we're not, you know, we took a hiatus for a month. There was PAX East. Then I came back and I streamed for a week, but I think Bobo was a little sick. Uh, so I sure. went, I went to go visit my daughter and then I came back and then I left, the following Wednesday to go to St. Jude uh, Play Live Summit to go visit uh, the hospital and research center to go hear about the mission of St. Jude and to uh, go tour the hospital and inadvertently see some of the children that are being uh, helped out there. Uh, Little plug, we have been gone for a month, so we're not we're not gonna go back and like do a lot from the past month in terms of news. We're just gonna kind of start fresh because we'd be here for Here's hours a month of, of streamer news that you've missed out on. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'd have to do the 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 yeah. It would literally be a countdown. Let's be what it is. Yeah. Um, Number one out of sixty eight. Yeah, it 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 would be a lot, quite frankly. So. Um, but also on top of that, St. Jude Play Live, the month of May is not only Mental Health Awareness Month, but it is the month where a lot of broadcasters on Twitch are raising money for St. Jude. So if you want to pop on over to my broadcast personally, the whole month of May, we're raising money for St. Jude Play Live uh, to to benefit, obviously, St. Jude Children Research Hospital, um, where they fight not only you know cancer, but they also fight autoimmune diseases and terminal illness. Um, even a donation as small as three dollars can get a face mask for either the patient or the doctors that are there. So, um, having seen the work that they do over there, having a three-year-old little girl, if if my if my little girl were diagnosed at the age of three with leukemia or uh, you know the bubble boy sort of disease, um, you know I, I would need a place like St. Jude. So I feel like it's in our best interest to, if not spread, uh, or, or if not like, you know, raising money to spread the word with, you know, putting this out there. So if anybody hears this, um, the whole month of May, uh, head on over to twitch.tv, uh, slash cooperatives, uh, exclamation point St. Jude in the chat, or find any of the broadcasters that are broadcasting for St. Jude this month. It doesn't need to be me. It, it's not about me. It's about any of them. So go support them. I know Dr. Lupo is doing something this month real big. So all kinds of cool people out there. I've raised personally, our community, it's not just me, has raised uh, $1,500 so far. So, um, and we're, we're pushing for 2K, so. Um, well, right on, congrats to you yeah. and your community, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been really cool. I have to eat a raw, I have to bite a raw onion tomorrow, so that's nasty, but. That uh, is. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. And then at $2,000, I gotta wax my legs, so that'll be, 
Also, uh, I, was, I was hoping it was eyebrows. Uh, if we if we hit ten thousand, I'll shave my eyebrows off. Yeah, I already told people I do that. So yeah, if, if... you, you got to be careful with that because last time a while ago <laughs> we were raising money for um one up on cancer. Um, oh, that's right. You like, had to do it, didn't you? Yeah, I was like at six thousand dollars. Sure, I'll shave my my head bald. Sure, and it was literally the last because it was a weekend marathon with my uh, my Twitch team. Mm-hmm. Um, literally the last four, like I think I'm not even four hours. Last two hours of the uh, the marathon, you know, we were at like three thousand, and I was just like, yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. And then one hour left, bam, three thousand dollar dono. Oh, that's amazing! That's so cool though to see like a big dono of like three k, and you're like, excuse me. And then and then I was like, well, for the I was like, is that legit? Yeah, I yeah. Like, I was asking if it was legit for the last like you know, ten minutes, and then literally Amber comes in with the uh, clippers and then something to put around my neck so that I could catch the hair falling off. Oh, and I was like, oh God. no, yeah. Oh, so the last hour was me shaving my head, so. If you said your eyebrows, <laughs> just be careful what you wish for, man, because yeah. I'm pretty sure that could happen very easily. It takes it takes 62 hour or 62 days for eyebrows to like officially grow all the way back in on average. I kind of I'm already afraid and I've looked it up. So <laughs> my head uh, was cold for literally weeks. It was a good it look on weird. you though. It did work for you. I will say that. I mean, you always wear hats too. So uh, true, 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 true enough. Um, yeah, I told everybody at five thousand dollars raised, I would write a, a rap and then I would make a music video for it too. So, oh nice, kind of just doing weird stuff, and we're doing like spooky games and stuff. Uh, I think uh, next week. So yeah, we're just kind of it'll be fun. Is your rapper named Dylon? Yo, it should be. You know what it is? It is now. <laughs> he spits on fire. Young, <laughs> young Dylon on the mic, back at it again. <laughs> I can't. Oh god, I almost want this to happen. Like just to see where this goes. Uh, <laughs> I say you should just do it anyways, and then if it doesn't get reached, just be like, heck it, I'm putting it out there anyways. This is my mixtape. Y'all didn't know I had it recorded already, but here, here it goes. Oh, man, yeah. Anyway, uh, St. <laughs> Jude, yeah. All, all the month of May, you guys can find broadcasters on Twitch. Go support a worthy cause, even if you only got three bucks. Just don't get that Taco Bell burrito. Don't get that quesarito. Donate to St. Jude. Uh, all right, let's get on with it. We don't want this to go too long. Uh, for streamer news in the past seven days, there have been no significant developments with Streamlabs, OBS, OBS, Mixer, Twitch, or uh, Discord. Worth really reporting on little, you know, bugs and hiccups and stuff, but nothing too crazy. So in terms of streamer news, uh, on my radar, everything seems good. I haven't heard of anything too crazy. So nothing to really say about that docket for the week. I haven't heard anything much either. Yeah, it's it's just been quiet, which, you know, it's not a bad thing, I guess. I mean, there. All right, for streamer news, there's been some Twitter drama on <laughs> Twitter, but I don't know if that's the the place to oh, talk man. about it. I mean, nah, we're gonna keep this mostly positive. We'll we'll yeah, let people yeah. that infight, we'll let them keep that to yeah. themselves. Yeah, that's and then the thing is, tw- you know, Twitter drama or Twitch Twitter drama literally comes every other month, so it's right, it's yeah. a coming and going thing. So I guess it's not really much talk about with that regard it's kind of the same stuff out. over and over as well like it all the is time. yeah so. it is and it'll it'll fizzle out and yeah it'll 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 get come back in like two another months two months now. yeah 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 <laughs> um all right for the docket for gamer news number one which i didn't know about this nobody talked about it this is kind of crazy number one as of wednesday may 1st psionics is being acquired by epic game studios 
the developer behind hit soccer cross Hot Wheels title Rocket League, intends to move the title to the Epic Games Store as of late 2019, while also continuing support on all platforms the title was pre previously sold on, including Steam. Uh, in quotes, uh, on the Psyonix website, they say, In the short term, nothing will change at all. We're still committed to providing Rocket League with frequent updates that have new features, new content, and new ways to play the game for as long as you'll have us. In the long term, we expect to bring Rocket League to the Epic Game Store and to leverage our new relationship to grow the game in ways we couldn't do on our own before. We believe that bringing Rocket League to new audiences with more support is a win for everybody. This deal is expected to close end of May or early June. Uh... What do you how do you feel about this? You got you have thoughts on Rocket League? Um I don't, but I wish my brother was here cuz my brother loves Rocket League. Heck yeah. Um he plays the crap out of it and I was never really good at Rocket League, although there was a time that I was challenged on Rocket League Ooh. and I was like, "Sure, yeah, I'll play against you." And then I just handed my brother the controller and <laughs> He, uh, he whooped ass, and people were like, whoa, I didn't know you even played Rocket League. I thought you only speedrun Resident Evil. And I was like, got him. <laughs> uh, in regards to Rocket League, um, and the company as a whole as well, I, I really don't really follow too much of it, so I have mm -hmm. not really much of an opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, you know, it's kind of it's kind of wild. It's cool. Psyonix is one of the first companies that had, like, you know, cross-platform kind of ready to, you know, quote-unquote ready to switch on and uh and have that available amongst you know switch pc ps4 well ps4 was the outlier for a while there um you know it's unclear the verbiage makes it sound like they're gonna pull the game from steam uh and mm -hmm. go to being exclusive to the epic game store i i don't know why it would be saying that they're moving the title otherwise so it'll be interesting you know to say that they we, we believe that bringing rocket league to new audiences with more support is a win for everybody so it makes it sound like epic by being partnered with epic they are having they they get more tools uh to use for maybe cross-platform maybe growing that uh support there uh and, and maybe making you know servers and things of that nature stable and, and function better potentially it sounds like they're getting more support from epic to come over and if not they're getting paid more so um and they say Rocket League to new audiences, which I think they're putting a lot of faith in the Epic Game Store. I, I like the Epic Game Store. I, I have no problem with developers getting a bigger cut of their profits and stuff. So uh, I don't know. I think it's a win. I'm pretty excited. It's pretty cool. Um, if the Steam version is still getting support and updates, then I don't I don't see a downside really. Mm -hmm. I same here. I mean, I know there's been this uh, constant. Um, I guess. Um disapproval or hate towards epic games and epic games sort of being uh you know a competitor to steam and everyone's complaining we don't need all these you know launchers uh yeah we don't need all these launchers and you know people are just getting upset about it but the thing is is this is what's becoming the new i guess meta for you know the console wars yeah ideally yeah. you know we had you know you know the xbox is slowly i mean i believe we just spoke about this a few podcasts ago but you know xbox seems like it's slowly pulling itself out of the market and trying to diversify their xbox live um subscription to be on multiple devices not just on the xbox one mm -hmm. or other xbox products um and it was even mentioned that they would potentially even try to put it even on the switch you know yep yep and i think they already do that with minecraft having the you have to use all you know your the your yeah one, the sign one, in 
Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, maybe Xbox is onto something. Uh, maybe it's a precursor to everything. But I feel like in the future, PC gaming might be what remains, and launchers are going to be the new console wars. People are going to be like, you know, Steam is my go-to, and Battle.net's my go-to, or Epic Games, and who's to say that you know these launchers might not, you know, might cost money or active subscriptions in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I get it, you know, because EA has theirs and Ubisoft has theirs. And, mm -hmm. you know, the idea is that Steam takes a pretty large cut when any game is sold through Steam. Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, you know, Ubisoft's like, well, we don't want to pay Steam, so we make our own launcher and we make it exclusive. And so I get why launchers exist for companies trying to, you know, protect their their best interests. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think it's really difficult. Like I don't think that companies specific like EA and Ubisoft, I don't think that those are going to continue much longer. Um, and I, I think that thing like what Epic Game Store is doing is having exclusives on the launcher, but also having just like a ton of other games. I think that's really healthy. I think that's really good. Um, I don't think that Ubisoft and EA are going to really like they might continue supporting their launcher. We see that they're still selling their games of it. I believe anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think they know that they can't sell their games through their launcher alone to make it happen. I think Epic is doing something really cool. Um, and I'm excited. I would love to see Steam, like, give a bigger, developers need a bigger cut. I know a lot of us For don't, sure. like, so many people are like, I don't want to have multiple launchers. And it's like, well, is that really, like, difficult? You know what I mean? I think we should look at what the effect is, you know? Like, I don't mind. Like, I think there's... There's an Epic game that I'm looking at that's an exclusive. I'm like, yeah, I'll download the Epic Game Store for that one game. Like, it's not, it takes up a few megabytes and it's an icon. Like, I'm not too worried about it. So it's, it just seems like a very strange hill to die on for me, just for devs to get more money or to be paid appropriately. Um, mm -hmm. It's very, it's very weird. But, you know, hell yeah, Psyonix, you guys, you know, really, I, I remember when Rocket League exploded when it was a PS Plus free game. And uh, it's just been crazy since. So that's that's another win in my book. Same. Uh, number two on the games news docket: Koji Igarashi's Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is at long last slated for release after being kickstarted four years ago. After a massive groundswell of support and five point five million dollars raised, the title was slated to release in late 2017, but was met with public criticism of its pre-alpha graphics. Several delays later and many graphical improvements later, Igarashi has partnered with 505 Games to release the title on June 18th, 2019 for PC, PS4, and Xbox, with the title hopping to Switch on June 25th. 505 Games has a trailer of the title comparing both old and new graphics on their official YouTube channel. Um, so, yeah, if you guys didn't know contextually, uh, Igarashi is uh, the Castlevania, uh, basically yep. the creator. So when you, when you hear the word Igavanias, um, that's kind of, it's, it's Igarashi being really well-known. Symphony of the Night was like his big kind of herald as one of his masterpieces a little bit. So this is sort of a 2.5D new castlevania for the ages um yeah the biggest thing and, and i don't know bobo if you watched did you watch the trailer uh that i linked even briefly at all I, i've been following this game for oh really okay a while That's i've good. um i'm a huge i'm a huge castlevania castlevania fan and recently i just learned the speed run when i dived into variety that mm -hmm. I, I spoke about in the pre-show 
Um, I actually learned the speed run for Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Ooh. Um, and it was pretty fun. Got like 30 minute time. Pretty dope. But That's I love awesome. Castlevania games. They're like my favorite. This is one of my favorite games out there. I did not know time. that. Yeah, so oh. I've been I've been following this, you know, and I've also played uh what is it, uh Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is kind of supposed to be like a, a precursor to uh ritual mm-hmm. of the night. But uh have you noticed um the name of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night? Yeah, um well, because Symphony of the Night, I, like I got this, I was, I said Bloodstained Symphony. No, wait, hold on, that's not the right title. Like I was, exactly. I did that today. Yeah, it's kind of like a, um, it's like a good callback, kind uh, of. Yeah, it's also like a slap to the face, and I mean, also at at the end of the video, I, I believe if you look at that video that you linked me mm-hmm. at the end, you can also see Dracula doing his iconic thing that he does, where he's sitting on his throne and before he throws the wine down, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He does that in the beginning scene of Castlevania Symphony of the Night where he's like, what is a man? You know? Yeah. He's like, have at you. And, you know, he throws it down and... Yeah, I I feel like it's it's kind of like a slap to the face to Konami because Konami, Capcom, um, and a few others as well let go of a lot of people who worked on these titles, you know, like a lot of people who worked on Mega Man and worked on Castlevania... Um, and, and, you know, a famous one as well, uh, Hideo Kojima. Right, right. Um, and they basically, and, and, you know, I believe Hideo Kojima left on his own terms, but it was still more of a sense that they were pushing him out because of the fact that, you know, people, they, the company as a whole was taking over his project that he initially had, you know, an, uh, an idea or a concept for. He had no liberties anymore to do what he wanted to do. It right. became something else that he wasn't happy about. And um, Konami's ran games down Silent Hill, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid. Uh, but literally, the fact that you have these developers going out making Mighty Number no. Nine, making Bayonetta, making Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and then, you know, still being a callback to the original games that we kind of grew up on, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And yeah. I also think it's great. It's a great way to stay within. Um, copyright and licensing but still having the name ritual of the night mm-hmm. yeah you know kind of be a slap in the face yeah kind of <laughs> and, uh and i think it's dope mm-hmm. it, it's man because like as somebody it's it's so strange to see all these yeah developers and, and you know look we're gonna say you know mighty number no. nine there's a lot of issues there so i'm not gonna excuse that but it, it's it sucks to see all these devs and people let go or the companies just move on and say, ah, there's no money in this anymore. Or just having those devs like walk away uh, or the individual developers under a company leave. So, you know, you have Konami with like death stranding or, you know, cause silent Hills was canned, um, which was honestly going to be awesome in my opinion. So, you know, we have Kojima who's working on his project. Now we have Igarashi who has made two games now, um and then mm-hmm. you know mighty number nine yeah i i agree it's it's cool to see that they the developers the lead developers are so passionate that they're willing to you know speak to their communities and and you know kojima went a different route he's a much bigger person so he was able to go and literally shop around for you know what what tools he wanted to use and you know they took the horizon zero dawn engine from gorilla games and decided to use that like so he, he had a little bit more opportunity but you know 
uh, Ritual of the Night, $5 million. Like, that's how much people were like, yes, please, more of this. That's, you know, the community wants it, and he's still passionate. So, like, you know, good job, Koji, because, you know, I, I, I didn't grow up with Castlevania. I have a reverence for it because I understand why people love it. But I am on the list to, like, play this game the day it comes out and get a code. And I'm, I'm excited for it. it. It looks really cool. So. I'm gonna speed run this game. <laughs> I know I haven't played it yet, but I'm gonna speed run this game. Not when it launches, obviously I'm gonna play through it, but I'm <laughs> I, I have to get my hands on it and, and tear it apart and <laughs> see how it works. Yeah, and what makes it tick. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's something that I really wanna do with this game specifically, but it's yeah. It's yeah. looking good, man. It's looking really it good. And I'm the glad. graphical improvements are yeah, because I will say, you know, because on the 505 Games trailer, it shows all the Steam reviews or YouTube comments where they're like, yo, like, what are these graphics? Um, they're very detailed, very, like, muddy, very, like... They're, they're, Lack of shading. Yeah, there's, like, no shading. Yeah, so, like, I'm glad that they went back and fixed it because it looks really good now for the type of game. And kickstarted and... Yeah, so I, I hope it sells well. I hope it does really well. Um, I definitely, this will be my first, I've thought about playing Symphony of the Night several times. This will be my first Castlevania or Egovania game. So kind of hype on that. It's cool. So I hope you enjoy it. And I hope, I hope everyone else enjoys it too. It looks like it's going to be a fantastic game. And yeah. yeah, like looking at the trailers for it, it does a lot of callbacks to not just symphony of the night but castlevania rando of blood and you know castlevania 4 like different castlevanias that kind of you know solidified the series for mm -hmm. what it was and i think that's what's going to really make it stand out as a game so i'm, I'm excited and i hope you guys enjoy it and you yeah too, i mean it'll be cool to come back and talk about it after release because i'm going to stream it and depending on how many hours it is you know i might beat it in a few streams so it might be cool to come back and just like have that little mini spoiler cast i think would be I'm done. I'll probably play, play it alongside you. We'll probably talk about, like, hey, what part did you get onto? Yeah, yeah, because I want to I wanna get it on Switch, but I think I'm going to play PS4 so I can get that earlier release date. So, um, Just give me a heads up. If it's like Symphony of the Night, there's probably going to be... Like, two two kind of playthroughs, right? Because it's like... Two different two different endings, two, ah. two or three different endings. Because I know Symphony, like, the, the map flips and then, like, things get weirder, and yeah, so... Um, the like 200 and what is it 206 percent i forgot what it was it's like 200 and some percent where you go through the whole castle twice but inverted right yeah see that's wild God, i hope he does something cool like that that'd be that sounds so fun to me um i agree all right we're gonna we're gonna move on uh, number three on the docket sonic the hedgehog colon the movie uh <laughs> If anybody's been awake over the past two weeks, we saw the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm, this is all ad lib. I didn't make uh, a write up for this, but we saw the trailer. Most of us saw the trailer. I'll say Sonic had human eyes and human teeth. It was not. I, it wasn't good. I, I hated it. It was nightmarish. I grew up with Sonic. <laughs> like I love Sonic. Uh, and not only have I lived with the fact that there are so many bad games, Sonic 06, here's looking at you, uh, but, like, this is, like, the nail in the coffin. Um, but we have a tweet uh, here from Jeff Fowler, um, who I believe is the executive producer uh, of the film. Uh, he says, thank you for the support and the criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design, and you want changes. It's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount... 
and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Uh, I'll say I know personally on Twitter I saw people that just did like mock-ups of him and like you know slimmed up his legs because you know like the new Sonic in the games had like really tiny little stick legs attached to a yeah. body instead of like these tapered off human type legs and and they changed his eyes and they fixed his mouth and he actually looked really cool in a lot of the fan-made stuff so I I hope they saw that that's all I care about I, I don't know what do you think about all this mess well I don't know what and my, my thing is I love a good animation and I love uh, graphic design, 3D modeling, um, just overall animation. Um, so, like I don't, I don't understand, and I don't mean to be disrespectful about it, but who, who said it was CC, good? Who cc'd the fact that it's like, <laughs> let's make Sonic, um, let, let's make Sonic have human teeth, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let, let's. Let's give him a hyper realistic face. That that'll 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 be great right there. Like who CC that? My thing is, I could understand if it's like a two D representation of a character, right? Sure. This is still a three D character, you know? Yeah, like he's he's have, he does have three D models. Yeah. Yeah, you have three D models to work off of. You know, it, there's there's I, I don't know what model were they basing this off of? Were, were they on like like VR chat? <laughs> when they found this like i don't they're like yep that's the sonic we're looking for that perfect right there yeah just separate his eyes a little bit add some human teeth oh man his, his arms aren't normally blue but ah uh, heck uh, uh, it's fine just just remove his gloves oh, that's right yeah i always forget that his arms aren't blue uh yeah I, it's it's yeah. weird it's so weird i don't know why they I don't understand. Like, did they know the character at all? I mean, and you see things like Detective Pikachu, and, like, everyone's terrified of, like, oh, they're going to show Mr. Mime, or they're going to show Lickitung, and, like, Detective Pikachu, from what all the mons that I've seen, like, nail it. Like, there's some of yeah. them are a little horrifying, but, yeah, conceptually they should be, but, like, you see Bulbasaur's and Pikachu's, and you're like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, they yeah, nailed that's it. That's how they would look like if they were, you know... Yeah, and then... Real, you know, and alive. I, I feel like, but, you know, the people at Paramount have literally never seen Sonic. They're like, oh, he's a blue hedgehog. He stands upright. He's got, like, this little button blob nose that looks like a, a hot dog. Cool. Done. Let's make it they happen. They were like, a, someone probably pitched humanoid hedgehog <laughs> that's also blue, and he runs really fast. Got it. Get our team on it. Yeah. You guys need references? Nah, we're good. We're just, we're fine. We're, yeah. We'll do it from memory. I played Sonic back on the sega <laughs> i kind of remember don't right. worry about it it's yeah it's it's so <laughs> wild to me they just it seems like they just winged it and I, have like, you ever have you ever seen uh on youtube there's a there's this thing that some people do where it's like you're drawing things from your memory so it's like uh they'll talk about a cartoon from the past oh god and they'll tell you a specific character he's like all right draw this character from your memory from like a long time ago and you're like oh man and it'll be like um, the uh, that cricket from uh, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, like Jiminy Cricket. Oh, <laughs> and we're like, yeah, draw Jiminy Cricket from your from your memory. Nobody look it up. And he's like, all right. And then they, everyone draws him weird looking. And it's like, this is exactly how it looks like. I feel like that's what they did with Sonic. They're yeah, like, yeah. Right, draw from your memory. <laughs> Got it. Perfect. Yeah, Come I nailed it, dude. Oh, yeah. That's that's what that looks like. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, man. I have no faith in this film. <laughs> I <laughs> just straight off. I, I have no faith for this. 
Like, you, they they didn't. They say Paramount and Sega, so either either like everyone at Sega is blind, or Sega gave Paramount no direction, and I'm not sure which of those things is worse. You know, I don't I don't know, man. But my Terrifying. thing is, it, it gives me hope. I, I do have hope for it, just because there's been several video game movies that have got criticism on launch during trailers and they do nothing about it you know like one of the biggest things was like the uh, the monster hunter movie they had so much flack for the fact that hey everyone has guns maybe you think you know for the monster hunter movie not have that It's like, oh no, it's all right. They, they, there's these soldiers that get sent off into this world of of Monster Hunter, and and you know you have the people in the armor and whatnot there, but that's that's not answered. When does that happen in the Monster Hunter games? It doesn't make any sense. Like, what do you? You're yeah. not sticking true to the series, and it if it doesn't follow the dudes from Monster Hunter, it follows these soldiers that got sent here. So they have like AKs fighting a Rathalos, and it's like that doesn't what? Oh, what are you doing, yeah, my guy? Gross. I hate every yeah, yeah. Yeah, at least they're like going back to the drawing board and yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. I want to have faith. It, mm, mm, okay. Although I do feel bad for the animators who have to dedicate the crunch. Yes. Literally, what's been probably years of animation for this character, um, only to have to redo it all over again. The the hope is that it's a model, right? That is rigged. Mm-hmm and they have that rig set to move and so all they have to do mm-hmm. is swap the model and then make minor adjustments so the hope I'm is that to. it's rigged and good so, uh, it's still crunch like they're gonna have to like work really hard which sucks but mm-hmm. you know the movie comes out in november and they haven't pushed the date so it's like ah, <laughs> i hope i hope it works out i mean I, I feel like i would rather get a delayed movie that's great than a rushed movie that is potato. Yeah, I mean you're not that I mean that's how I feel about video games too. Um yeah. so you yeah, you're you're not wrong at all. Um uh yeah, I like I want to have faith, but like Sonic is just so cursed. I haven't um I don't know. I I'm scared. Is really what it is. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think I think they might redeem themselves, especially since they're taking this course of action here. Yeah. Yeah. Them, them listening is a good sign, but they, the, they were so off the mark that like, oof, a little, a little nervous. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, number four on the docket, Sekiro shadows die twice has found some interesting new mods in the way of popular memes. Shrek has been added into the game as the game's first mini boss, the chained ogre. Thomas the Tank Engine has been modded in to replace the giant serpent. Uh, I, this is ridiculous. Yeah, there's so it's so ridiculous. Of course, if you played Sekiro, um, one of the first little mini bosses, one of the first things that really like stopped me cold in my path was this ogre that's Mr. chained Ye? up. And, yeah, r- literally. Yeah, he's Mister Yeet. He just he, grabs you and throws you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this. It's this ogre, right? And he looks like he's like in almost like a. I, I don't know what they're called. It's like a guillotine, but it doesn't cut your head off. It just you know. It's it, like the wooden uh, shackles. Yeah, yeah. It like locks your head in place, and mm. and he, he busts out of this, and then he just he slams around. He drop kicks you. You know, he throw. He'll literally pick you up and throw you, um, and he can throw you right off this ledge. 
but somebody He's modded Shrek a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. The first time he did it to me, I felt the most disrespected. Uh, <laughs> um, but the, yeah, they modded Shrek over him, which is, you know, kudos that it over any character in that game, Shrek over him was perfect. They uh, do that with the Resident Evil uh, Two remake as well, where they have Thomas the Tank Engine as mr x yep yeah i saw that and the music plays like when he's coming up after you exactly (laughs) i feel like the modding community just have have these from like i don't know they just have them on file and they're just waiting patiently until a hit game comes out like all right we need this team to dispatch the uh thomas the tank engine and the uh, the shrek the shrek yeah it's those are like the first ones that always hit it seems like like within two weeks of a game there's one tom the the top the tank engine like somewhere it doesn't even Although there has been some pretty cool um, Sekiro mods that are just character skins and really? they're different like um, samurai outfits and there's oh he's a ninja there's different shinobi outfits and then there's also um, I, I believe you can also play as what's her name again this that uh, that lady that you uh, that you meet in the game oh I don't kinda, know I played I the game but I don't remember any of their names. Yeah, yeah I forgot her name. I'm drawing a blank, but there's a mod that you can play as her too. Oh, that's cool. It's 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 dope because it's just kind of you know it's adding replay uh, replayability and I've, I always enjoy just uh, seeing what the mod community comes up with, you mm-hmm. know, and especially how detailed a lot of these designs are and a lot of these costumes. I, I think it's it's great. Yeah, yeah, especially Shrek. I I agree, and it's cool to see like people that mod break into the game dev you know scene by by modding and so i think i think that's always super cool and yeah i mean if you get to play like female characters and stuff like if those are mods where you get to kind of like swap the roles of the characters like i think that's also inclusive and i think that's really um and it's it's less work for like developers to do you know if that's not the vision for their game someone else can make that a kind of a reality i I think that's neat Mm -hmm. um yeah, cool. But those those were those were the funny the funny ones I had to pluck. Uh, kind of a slow news week for games, so I had to pick something up. Um, I'm glad you picked that one up. <laughs> that one's good. God, I watched that. Oh, those videos are good. Um, all right, we're gonna move on. Number five. This is the last one on the docket. I'll try to wrap up in the hour here to celebrate May the fourth, aka Star Wars Day. For Honor's studio, Ubisoft Montreal ended up making a nice impromptu patch that nearly adds lightsabers. They're not technically lightsabers, as to not be sued into the dirt by Disney, but the mod makes all weaponry glow when locked onto targets. Reddit was subsequently set ablaze by people mimicking famous Star Wars scenes, including the Duel of Fates. Um, and there's a little there's a little video for this on, uh, I think on polygon that i saw but um there's like some little sparks and stuff that happen and and some subsequent sound effects but uh it was it was really cool i I, as far as i know the mod is still in the game uh so people playing for honor just like their blade you know glows green and and it's it's pretty cool you see like a red battle axe which is kind of neat does it make the noises? Is it I believe so. I believe so. Uh, it's what I read. I didn't have audio for the video, but I believe it does. You know, some some cool whooshes. But uh, you know, it's cool to see. You know, like a company like Ubisoft be like, you know what? This is this little fun little thing we can do. Um, it was neat. But my thing with For Honor is that I love the game. It was great. I played it on launch, and they had a, like after launch they had a really rough start. 
and on PC they lost about ninety percent of their their bases. Yeah, gone. yeah. It's like a it's a lot of people on Xbox play it. I'm not sure why Xbox, but I find that that's like a pretty active community. Yeah, I, I wish I wish that I feel like when games become to the point where there's um you know like the player base is dying i feel like they should add they should try to add cross platform just to kind of revive it because the pc community myself included who has a game it'll take me like five years to find the match and that that kind of that's kind of lame because i like the game a lot the game's fantastic and i feel like there's not really anything like that right. in regards to like competitive uh type of like sword play game that that runs and plays fluidly as it does you know um but yeah it, it's it, it's really great and I, I i love i love the fact that they're doing this mm-hmm. uh, it gives me a little bit more hope that maybe eventually in the future you know the pc fan base will come back with you know the amount of changes that uh ubisoft is putting into this and i don't know man it, it gives me hope i'm glad they're doing these little fun updates mm-hmm. fingers crossed that the future of for honor uh gets revived on pc yeah, I I agree. Um, you know, at this point, it, I think it depends right on how the game is built on a fundamental level in terms of like it's it's netcode and but mm-hmm. I think we're moving towards a future where, you know, being cross-platform will be more um more easy more more easy to achieve, easier to achieve, but also just uh more ubiquitous. Games will just start having it to have it. Um I don't know. We can only hope, but you know, at this point, I'm hoping maybe a four on or two, uh, you know, a good resurgence to to come back to that, because um, yeah, they definitely they had trouble when they launched and and it did kill off the player base, and then they came back and they came back very strong. And people that play it say that the content in it and what they've decided to do with it is phenomenal. But so many people stepped away that it's it's kind of hard to like recapture the magic a little bit. Yeah, I, I would love to even like dive into the streaming community for this, but. The only thing is I have it on PC and I kind of don't want to get yeah. it on console, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, I I def I get that. Yeah. That's I've had that struggle a few times. Um yeah, but you know, neat little stuff. It's clear that this is still a, a project of passion for uh Ubisoft Montreal, so that's that's good. They like to have fun with their community no matter how big or small for their games, which is really cool. Um but that's uh it's kind of it for the the games news docket for the week. Uh, kind of nothing too crazy, right? Nothing too crazy, but we do have, um, you know, there's there's some stuff outside of gaming to to discuss. With you know, Endgame came out for for uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is really I thought it was a great movie. Um, I got a few problems with it, but um, so there's a lot of stuff that happened outside of gaming. So if you guys want to catch up on that stuff. And depending on when you upload this, Detective Pikachu will be out. Yes, and that you know this will be up on Saturday for people who are not on Patreon. Uh, Detective Pikachu is uh, I'm seeing that tomorrow night, so I'm excited. Uh, yeah, Jabba won't see Endgame with me, but I've been bugging her to come see Endgame with me, and she's like, "No, I don't want to see Endgame. It's three hours long." What? And then she's like, "You want to go to the movies?" I was like, "We're finally seeing Endgame." She's like, "No, I want to see Detective Pikachu on Friday." It's like, "What? What?" You walk up to the counter and you're like, two tickets for Endgame, and she's just betrayed. No, it's going to be one ticket for Endgame, one ticket for <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Just sit and text each other the whole time. 
Like, I'll see you in three hours, Jaffa. Take it easy. Yeah, Endgame doesn't feel like a three-hour movie, which is the good news. Um, it mm. felt it felt maybe about two hours. It didn't feel like a three-hour film. So, but if you're not invested, mm. you may not care. Um, I'm not a big Marvel fan. Like, I think they make pretty good movies, but I like rarely rush to see them in theaters. But when I saw Endgame, was you know 98% satisfied. So, uh, yeah, I would I would see it. I would find somebody is worth it, especially in theaters. I think so. Um, but that'll be it for the week guys remember if this is your first time here or if you've been here for a while if you like what you hear and you want to keep the lights on hop on over to patreon.com slash cooperatives toss us a few bucks Uh, for only one dollar you can get early access to this very podcast access to prior uh, pre and post shows this week's pre-show is actually free so uh, you know I'm going to toss that out there for you Uh, and we'll be back next week of course we record these on wednesdays and post them generally like friday nights uh so they're up saturday mornings but uh so you guys will see you next week uh thank you for being here thank you for listening thank you for all the support glad to be back and uh it's been our pleasure to serve you